James, James Lynn, uh, really great to, to meet you. You're joining the team. Um, amazing background that you have. You've been at a number of places, including what I think our community knows well as RDC. Um, so I want to ask you a, a few things. But the first thing I think people would like to know, given your strong technology and broader than that background, is how did you end up in a space that deals with financial crime prevention? Because it's not always a, co- a likely career path, right? But you, but your understanding of technology, and we'll talk about some of the ways in that can improve what our clients need. How did you get yourself to this space, and what drew you to uh, AML RightSource to begin with? Yeah, I'm a business technologist. So what does that mean? So my passion is driving business innovation through technology to deliver better, faster, cheaper solution to customers. So to me, technology is a means. Customer value and user value is an end. So technology, not a means, an end by itself, is an end, it's a means to an end, right? So that's actually where, so uh, I'm, I'm particularly interested in applying new technologies to provide actionable insights for better decision-making. And that's right. actually been the theme of my whole professional career. So right. you know, I started at uh, Merrill Lynch, at Standard & Poor's at Merrill Lynch, right? So this is back in mid-1990s, uh, you know, actually 1990s, the early two, 2000. So the big technology then was web technology, right? So it was web transformation, right? So right. at Merrill, at Standard & Poor's, uh, my work focused on applying web technologies to deliver actionable insights for investment and wealth management, right? So that's sort of like, you know, so you've got a lot of information out there. With the internet, there was, there still is information overload. So how do you find the right. right information so that you can make right decision? So a lot of times people only think about quantity of information. But in fact, whether it's in AML world, in investment world, what we need is quality information. We need real intelligence. Right? We need actionable insights that can help us make better decisions. So that's where I actually got started, you know, you know, you know from there. Then um, I became... Chief Information Officer for Forbes Internet Business. Now, the technology at that time, John, interestingly, was a web 2.0. <laughs> That's where right. we got social networking, user-generated content. Um, That's where you got the, the big, you know, new type of search, right? You got, you know, API connecting with people. Right. So there, our focus was on SaaS platform, um, advertising technology, and something that can deliver deliver actionable insight to investment and business professionals. Actually, Forbes.com was known at that time as a homepage right. for the world's business leaders. You know, so you can't be there to do it. Now, so I got the financial services background and I got digital media kind of background, right? 
that's where I just start to uh, bring me to RDC, right? Mm -hmm. RDC is regulatory technology company. Now we'll talk about what does that mean? What is regulatory right. technology, right? So in RDC, there's another set of new technologies, right? One of which is today become a big thing, right? It's a artificial intelligence, especially natural language processing with human in the loop, right? We will talk right. about that a little bit more. It's not just the AI, it's also need to help people, right? Going back yes. to my earlier point, technology is a means, right? So the purpose, so what we're trying to do there is we are doing something interesting there, right? A lot of this directly applicable to what we are doing. In fact, RDC is a competitor. Now it's a part, right. of, uh, part of Moody's, uh, you know, organization, right? So we are applying several technology. One is data refinement, right? A lot of people, when they do adverse media screening, right. they run a set of names, entities against articles. That's not what RDC does, right? RDC actually do data refinery first. We have a whole set of natural language processing, other analytic technologies, plus human in the loop to turn all those articles into risk intelligence, right? So you think of, you know, the articles are raw materials. Right. And so you turn that into risk intelligence, then you run your risk screening or automobile or sort of, right? Of gasoline, not on crude oil. And it right. has a whole bunch of risk analytics, uh, workflow for analysts. So combine this to deliver um, actionable insight, decision-ready intelligence in this case for AML, KYC, risk diligence for screening. Right. So RDC today is still considered to be a lead platform for uh, AML, KYC, risk screening at scale. So like very big volume, right? It's, 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 it's not just that. So, 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 so it's another set of sort of actionable insights, but in this case, actionable insights applying to AML, KYC, risk screening. So, so, so all, that's the yeah. theme, sort of like all these things together. It's, it's all the same thing. Yeah. So, um, I agree. It's a tool. I liked what you said earlier as well is you still need human intelligence. The, the way, you know, the way we look at data. It, well, at least for me as a layman in terms of this, but somebody who's been in the AML space for a while, part of it is what are your benchmarks to begin with? So what are your triggers, whatever you call that first? And then secondly, what do you do with that data? You know, if you talk to our law enforcement partners, uh, IRS, FBI, you know, Interpol, whatever, they will tell you the data analysis is critical, but they also want uh, investigative skills as part of your decision-making process. So it seems to me based on that, if, I, if I'm correctly characterizing, I know that's what I believe and I think that's what you said you, you, you agree with. Um, how does that relate to where we are at RightSource now? Because you, you mentioned we have adverse medias, we have Arachnus, we have Quantiverse. Yeah. We uh, obviously have locations and uh, analysts all over, the, all over the globe now generally. And, and so it's a combination. So for our clients, it seems to me, and that sounds like part of the reason why you're here, is we're going to take all this, all these tools 
and say to the client, we're going to give you, my words, soup to nuts and what you're going to need. Is, is that a fair assessment of what you hope to be able to is. accomplish? It, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the AML right so is providing solution to help people to review alerts, really, and make, right. you know, decisions on those, right? Now, one of the biggest problem, probably the biggest problem in this space for AML, KYC, uh, due diligence, is false positive, right? <laughs> you know, so, so if you're looking right. at a typical transaction monitoring alerts, the false positive rate, depending on what level we are looking at, right? So sometimes people are thinking, oh, it's, you know, you only alerted 22% of it, but that does not actually mean the false positive rate is 98% because it went through level one, level two, level three, right? You know, right. then we make decision on those. But, right. you know, on the screening side, the same thing would probably, so, but the false positive rate, depending on where we look at it, is probably north of 90%, you know, for, for the transaction monitoring system, right? And then if you're looking at, other from pure onboarding screening, that kind of stuff, I would say it's probably not unusual to be somewhere in the neighborhood of 60%, right? right. So now the, the, the question is, what do we do? So anytime when people run something, when our customer runs something, they get time to alert, right? The better technology, in fact, John, in many cases, generating more alerts, not necessarily that, right? So I think right. what we are doing one of the key things we are doing is through combination of technology and people, try to reduce that false positive, right? So that we will all to, to remove that, right? So, so that you can really handle the stuff. Now, I'm a strong believer of what I call AI plus IA. AI is artificial intelligence, which everybody understands. So this day, AI actually mainly is a deep learning. Right. Big data and robotic process automation. Right. Now there was last AI boom, which called expert system. That's what I was doing <laughs> for the last few years. Right. How do you turn human experience into best practice and accumulation of knowledge? So that's AI. So everybody understand. But there is right. a, another tradition in the artificial intelligence. It's called intelligent amplification. So the, 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 the approach here is different. It's right. try to use technology, AI, to augment human intelligence, right? So try to make it easier for our analysts to collect data, to review evidences, to make decisions, right? So, so it's, a, it's a different approach. One on the pure AI side, what you're trying to do is try to replicate how human beings think. Right, try to rep replicate human activity. But going back to our earlier thing, what is technology for? Right, you know, right. for us is make better decisions, better uh, adjudications, right, and to 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 do that. So I'm strong believer you need to combine the two, right? So that means machine plus people. There are certain things very easy for machine to do, right? Right. for AI to do. There are certain things human being is so much better to do, right? So in order to address this due diligence, alert review, alert disposition, we need to combine these two things together. So it's a machine 
plus people, not obviously not just regular kind of traditional process, it's people empowered by technology, right? The robotic right. process automation used to power. And more importantly, there's a third component to this, which is we want machine to learn from what human being is doing, what our analysts are doing, and turn that into better machine. And then the better machine will help our analysts to do more efficient jobs, right? That will accumulate additional knowledge, not accumulation in a sense of we got better data, right? Every time we do, we collect some data and we, can, we, we use that data, leverage that data. It's a right. knowledge accumulation. It's the rules, you know, software rule we can embed. So that is the process. I think will make most sense. So it's not going this pure AI kind of stuff, you know, it might be very easy for, for us to do certain automation, go from, let's say something from 50% to 70%. Now you start to go from 70% to 80%, the marginal costs are going up, right? If you were to go to 90 to 95%, maybe the current state of technology will never be able to do that, right? Right. Now, that's where we do want to have analysts. And then we want to have machine learn from analysts. Now, why AML right source? AML right source is the leader in the managed services space, right? It's, a, it's a, right. the best quality services, have a very good operational processes, you know? And for the last few years, a couple of years, like I said, it acquired a set of very good technologies companies. Right, technology right. companies. You've got Quantiverse, which I think is, I call it like an AI natural language processing, decisioning engine. You've got Arachnis, which is data and natural language processing engine, you know, right. with, with some uh, workflow that will help intelligent augmentation. And we got um, uh, Blue Umbrella. It's sort of like both the workflow, but also is a user interface so that. Right. Client can send us stuff, can also get reports from us, right? The end result. And we also have uh, Pascal, which is sort of like it's a, a KYC, go KYC kind of, you know, it's smaller like a case management kind of stuff, really tied right. into analyst services. So we got this combination. So we got people, we got technology, we got operate, uh, you know, operating experience. So I think combine this together, it's an opportunity for us to really start to transform this world rather than pure technology, pure people is combination of the two. And I think that's right. the great opportunities for us. So I, I got uh, two, uh, two more questions for you. One would be six months from now, a year from now, what do you think would be a way to assess success? So taking these companies, obviously we, we've worked really hard to, uh, integrate things. That's that's an ongoing, evolving process, and so that obviously doesn't happen overnight. Obviously, you have people with different skills. You know, a tech person versus uh, not versus, and a policy person, an analyst, and you know, uh, people bring different skill sets obviously to the company. So as you look, you know, when you start hitting the ground running uh, in, in the next few weeks, what? for you would be maybe not personally what is what you consider to be success, but in six months to a year, you sit back and go, okay, I can tell that things are not just evolving, but they're moving to a place where we want to end up being where it is, I think, where our clients know, as you said, right source is a managed service place. It's now getting a lot of reputation for FCA services. 
they now have all these other tools. And so maybe company X doesn't need to go to two different companies or three. RightSource can produce all of that. So that to me would seem to be, if people were saying that, that's sort of a success. What would you think success would be? And like I say, success, yeah. relative term, but movement, positive movement. You know? Yeah. I would say uh, first, I will start with the customer side, right? So it's so one of my uh, core guiding principles for uh, technology transformation for business innovation is uh, we need to be client-centric and value-driven or revenue-driven. Right. So I think for us, it will be, can we truly uh, make it more efficient, right? So that we mm -hmm. want to make sure that our customers, so if the false positive rate right now is, let's say 90%, would right. be able to reduce that. And we need right. to be able, or need to do the same thing with faster time. So better, faster, cheaper. So on a customer side, can we process higher volume and lower cost and right. faster pay, right? So so today, you know, people might send us, you know, uh, you know uh, 10 million it might take us, you know, uh, a few weeks to do. So can we actually use you know, technology to do it? So the way I'm thinking, we want, so obviously that's the first thing is, can we process those alerts, do the review better, faster, and cheaper? And to do that, we need to introduce technology components, right? So that mm -hmm. we can run through technology first, right? So, and then we have analyst services. Now for clients, they actually don't need to care how much is machine, how much is people? But at the end of the day, Good they point. give us right. those things we need to review, need to make decisions, and they want to get the result, right? So, so what we want to do is we want to have more and more stuff that go for machine to do, or handle it through machine, and then we want to Makes use sense. machine to make our people more efficient. And then, right. like I said, that process and learning thing is important. We we'll have that make machine better, make people better. But the end result of that is, can we? do alert review, resolution, and decision-making faster so that our customers can deliver better client experience to their customers. So that to me will be the ultimate real measure. Right. And also measure in a, in a way that really prevent uh, financial crime, right? So there's a, there, you right. know, in, in, you know, there's a vast uh, probability of certain big bad events happen, right? So that is the one measure. Now for us as a business, Right. We also do measure success in terms of our business. So in that case, I think we want to turn into more like you said in you know in the beginning, right? Technology enabled services. So right. what does that mean? That means a platform, right? We are, you know, you know, the the what I talked about earlier, actually, AI plus IA, there is a term for it. In at MIT, uh, we call that extended intelligence or EI, right? We want us to be a EI platform for anti-financial crime solutions, right? So that's great. So for that platform, if we have a value for customer, we need to get part of that value, right? So that, right. that's how we can sustain our business. You know, for us to provide better services. So I will say in that case, we will measure our success in traditional uh, SaaS business model kind of thing, you know, what is our annual contract value, right? That is the, you know, it's a, we create value for customer, we'll get part of that value as our revenue so that we can sustain, we can continuously improve ourselves, continue to innovate. Um, right. It is like 
net revenue retention. Uh, right. You know, you know, NPS for our customers. So that will be what I see will be our measure of success. It will move towards that direction. That makes sense. Uh, so last question, um, tell the staff something about yourself. What do you like to do? What sort of hobbies do you have? One, one thing in particular that uh, when you're not trying to figure all this out and solve the world's problems that you do to, 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 to take a break. So what would that be, James? Yeah, I like to uh, read a lot and then to go to uh, just jog or run in in the park or in a, whatever place is nice, could be in the city. <laughs> so, right. so when I walk, when I see beautiful things, when I, uh, in a jog, you know, when I was, when I'm jogging, that's where a lot of time, you know, you got inspiration, <laughs> you got some ideas. Sure, sure. <laughs> so that's the, the, the type of stuff. Um, you know, I like right. to, yeah. Well, James, welcome aboard. We're very excited to have you. We know that uh, we, we needed your experience and, uh, and insight. And I know that uh, the challenges are, while there'll be many, you're you're more than up for them. And, uh, and we have a lot of staff that want to work closely with you. So thanks for spending some time and giving us your insight today. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, I'm very, very excited to uh, join the company. I mean, it's, uh, right. it's a company in, in, in this stage, you know, so, and I think uh, right. looking forward to working with the team.